0: skate to the
1: It's so great that we've, you know, grown in such a short time and we have so many amazing listeners and followers. So thank you guys for staying loyal and for listening Mm. to us and we hope we keep you guys entertained. Um, Today's episode, I don't even know what's the title, like how to summarize this episode because it was very last minute, last minute, admittedly, but we decided that we would talk about (laughs) a few things going on in Nigeria. And we were meant to have a guest who, last minute, also could not make it, but we'll just blame that on the state of affairs of this country, <laughs> because, awesome. yeah, the electricity issues are still a problem. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so before we jump into that, I think everybody should just go around and introduce themselves. Hi everyone, this is Ife. Hey guys,
2: this is Onyeka, aka Yeka O, and I'm back. Yay. <laughs> Welcome! Gracias, we missed gracias. you on last
1: episode. We missed you so much. Thanks, I missed you too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Madame Anchor, who are you now? Okay, guys, you do introduce yourself. I have this problem. I do. Okay, this is Amaya. <laughs> In case you guys don't know, it's this Amaya on the mic. Um, <laughs> but yeah, can you guys tell us how you've been? How your weeks have been? Anything new? So. Last week was
2: good. I was um, I just got off of a mini vacay to Rocky, Do- Rocky Top, Tennessee. Um, I went for graduation, shenanigans, and just meeting up with old friends and going back to my undergrad, so that was really nice. And then getting back this, well, last week, just getting used to work again. Like, you forget. I don't know how you just forget things. You know, it was just one week, yeah, and I came so back, and I'm like, forget. wait, where did I put my lab notebook? like? <laughs> Where you at, though. No. <laughs> um, but, like, it's, it's definitely good to be back. And I'm about to take off to Chicago in a couple of hours, too. So I'm just, like, moving everywhere. Wow. But,
0: yeah, that's me. Nice. So this is Ife. I had a pretty good week, too. I um went to this event or this thing called Tea with Strangers. So it's a... The concept is that you go on a website, you choose a tea time, and there's a host, and you meet up with other people for tea, complete strangers, and you just have a conversation. You you talk for two hours. So it's just, it's a good way to flex your conversational muscles and learn about people. So my on, on my Tea with Strangers, there was a girl from Romania, there was a girl from Germany, um... The host was English. She is So she is English, but she says she is she's um she's also Zimbabwean because her <laughs> grandfather is the Zib- anyway. <laughs> I gave that story aside. <laughs> oh my god. Like, that was that was <laughs> Anyway, um, but like Apart from that, it was just like people were really vulnerable. They were talking about their family history and it was it was a good time. I highly recommend
1: Tea with Strangers. It was good. Right, thank you, guys. Um, let me see. What's been going on this week? Not much, to be honest, but there's something... I, I don't know what's been going on, but for the past week or so, I've been falling asleep at like nine thirty, ten, 10 on Philly. And I wake up at 3 a.m. Like it's like clockwork, and it's kind of scary. I don't know; it's been freaking me out, and I'm trying to break out of it. So, well, hopefully, I don't pass out in the middle of this recording. That that would be very tragic. But yeah, that's really all that's going on in my life right now. My terrible sleeping patterns, and you know, yeah, that's that's about it. So yeah, Mm -hmm. uh, we can jump into the details of this episode. So we decided to talk about just in general the state of affairs in Nigeria specifically because, you know, that's the country that we can speak of the most at the moment. Um, So we're meant to have another person, like I said earlier, but who's also who's going through the National Youth Service um, Corps program with me. So we're just meant to talk about that a bit. But seeing as she's not here, I could give as much info as I have before we spring to other topics. So, yes. So, like, what have you guys... Like, what what do you guys think about about NYSC? Like, what are your thoughts? Have you heard any interesting stories recently? Um, Are you looking forward to doing it at some point? Do you think it should be scrapped? (laughs) Anybody want to give, like any background info what it is or do you want me to do that
0: i could do it so or what i know of it so the national youth service corps is a year-long service program required by the nigerian government of people who finish their undergraduate studies Mm -hmm. so after you're done with uni college you're supposed to do this service corps, and the 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 point of this this was created I think after the Nigerian civil War, mm-hmm. so in the late sixties, early seventies, and it, the design was to bring Nigeria together and it was supposed to make sure that we're not in mm-hmm. silos, ethnic <laughs> silos, yeah. so the plan or the original plan was that mm-hmm. people who come from the south will go and serve in the north people who come from the north who go and serve in the west it was just supposed to make sure that there's intermingling and we we learn about each other's cultures and just you know national what they call it national national bonding every national Uh (laughs) yeah
1: serving the country i love so much yeah yeah so that was
0: the premise (laughs) <laughs> that was the premise, but it's like, so I think I think it was really created also to mm-hmm. serve underserved populations, yeah. Com- yeah, communities. So these people, the 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 core members, are supposed to go to like schools where they don't have good teachers or whatever. Just basically an influx of young, vibrant people to shake things up mm-hmm. and help things and all of that but I don't know if I don't
1: know I don't know do you guys feel like NYSC right now has like the program has lost the plot if it's still serving the purpose that it was originally meant for if you feel like okay it's run its course and okay civil war has long ended we're no longer in that state economically and you know NYSE may not be needed anymore what do you guys think I
0: think that like most things Nigerian it's been perverted and it's been bastardized and (laughs) it's just not what it Hmm. was meant to be doing so number one a lot of these people who go into the court, there's no structural. So after, you know, there's a two, two week camp training thing, like a boot camp. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so just, Amaya, you can probably talk to this, yeah. talk about this better. Cause yeah. <laughs> actually I actually mean, haven't I mean, done I mean this. give
1: my experience so far. <laughs> so just to add to what you first said. So when you graduate from university, the idea is you're meant to dedicate a year to giving back to the country. Um, hope the hope is that you know they would send all these young like if I said by vibrant and educated people to less developed or you know developing parts of the country to either teach or to work on farms or to work in the health um, ministry just in general to give back to community so and part of the program so you work four days of the week, and and in one one day during the week, you're meant to have a community development service mm-hmm. um, project. So you're meant to meet with your local government once a week and either figure out, uh, either work on a project all through the year or give back to your community on that specific day. Um, you know, all through the year. Um, so I know at at some point, the federal government decided that okay, they're going to. Um, only post corpus to agriculture, health um, I've forgotten the other two. Education. Education, yes. And I've forgotten what the fourth one is. So those four different sectors of the, of the, of the economy or of the country, whatever. But at this point like those sectors are either saturate, oversaturated or the there, i mean was va- 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 saturated there's no need for corporates anymore and most people still find a way to serve in corporate environments as opposed to um governments or community serving positions so it's like i don't know most people don't even follow the mm-hmm. <laughs> most people don't follow the guide for the for, for the year like okay yes they do the one day community service, but then they're working in consulting or accounting or finance firms, and I guess serving their country in a different way. I like to put, I like to put it that way because I still feel like I'm serving my country, just in a very different capacity. But I feel like I can do this without doing NYSC, you know. So
2: yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeka over here, and I'm thinking of like the. Missions and goals that the NYSC kind of set out initially. And like you said, a lot of these things can be done outside of the NYSC program, right? You can serve your country, um, you know, learn about other people Mm -hmm. outside of just going to NYSC. You know, these are things I feel like throughout our educational system, it's Mm -hmm. something that could have been implemented from day one. So one thing that I know um, that they used to do in QC, which is, you know, the high school that Ife and Ife went to as well as myself, was like there was acculturation. And then, like, you had to go to this, like, different um, state from where you're from or something and then, like, just seeing how the life of the people were and learning things about that. And so if it, like, comes in in different sectors of the educational system, then I think, you know, would there really be a need for someone to spend one whole year that might be used in you know gaining internship experience or work experience. Um, I, yeah, I don't I don't know if these goals have to be met through this NYSC program. Not saying that it's a bad thing because I've heard a lot of people love it, but yeah, that's how I feel. Mm-hmm.
0: I think the main thing that cripples the NYSC system, or the that's I don't know what's the word. <laughs> corrupts its values or its <laughs> purpose it is corruption mm-hmm. so their the government contracts from everything to feeding the people the mm-hmm. corporates during camp to providing them with clothing to providing them with shoes and those government contracts like people pockets the money that's supposed to be is supposed to be used to to Support the corporates in doing the work that they're actually supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. So these people land; they don't have enough, like the Mm. the the infrastructure where they stay is abysmal. The clothing is nonsense. There's no direction, there's like no direction for the projects that you're supposed to have. So it's like, for example, if you have an internship, you you say you have an internship program and you hire interns and Mm -hmm. you don't give the interns work to do, you don't give the interns direction, Mm -hmm. you don't train Mm -hmm. them. So why are they here, please? They're just here to be be looking at your face, you know, and like not every...
1: What they studied, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, even if you, even if
0: less okay, you're going to give them jobs mm-hmm. that that doesn't have anything to what to do with what they studied. At least train them, you know. Don't just throw them into the wild, wild west and yeah. say, oh yeah, <laughs> like, sort yourself out. So that's basically what the the NYC. And I, I think scheme
1: it's even is now. that they don't. I mean, as much as they say that they try to place everybody in different places, there are so many people who okay so for example i started in november it's now may i know some people who still don't have posting so they are not doing anything uh-uh. at the moment yeah and it's just like i know somebody who and studied, the yeah so
0: the entire year will be up and like they waste. won't have a posting like, i know
1: somebody who studied petroleum engineering like this guy is a genius he's really smart he really wants to give back to like the country at some point but obviously they can't post people like for one thing Mm. that they 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 don't do they don't they don't post to oil and gas companies so even if you can somehow find your way into like an accounting company or into like an insurance company or into you know some finance company they are very very it's really really tough to get posted into oil and gas so many i really i mean I don't know. It's not <laughs> where we need with this I'm crisis sure that's like, happening reason, in Nigeria, but... where there's false mm-hmm. scarcity and exactly. like I'm so. You would even think that they want guess... to post more people into that, but I like, just imagine this fully educated petroleum engineer. And, yeah, you know, I mean, a whole year is for being me, wasted. I feel
2: like NYSC like is part of the problem like the major problem is that there are a lot of structures that need to be in place for all these graduates who are you know whether it's oil and gas or if it's i don't know mechanical engineering or something like if these structures are in place then you can have these people going into those sectors and then actually being useful not just to themselves but to the community but then like when you have one million and one people who went to study chemical engineering Mm -hmm. come out of school and we'll get to this, the whole no refineries type situation. Then you, what you do is you go and you post them into, you know, an all-girls secondary school in mm. career and say, teach technical drawing. Like, how, how are those two things connected? I, I don't even know.
1: It's just, it's a really, really terrible setup. So honestly, I think if we still, if NYSC was in place and we had the support needed to support everybody And make sure that people got posted to the right places. I think Mm -hmm. people would actually stand up and support the existence of NYSC because in a sense, even even if they may not be doing exactly what they planned to do in a year, if they feel like they are actually helping people and making a difference and getting the support that they need, you know, and being used appropriately in, you know, the different sectors, then Mm -hmm. I mean people love people love giving back. So I just there just isn't the support Mm -hmm. that many people need. There are many people that feel like they're just thrown into villages and they aren't like some people don't even get paid on time. So part of the program is, you know, every month they give a an allowance of nineteen thousand eight hundred naira. What exchange rate are you using? (laughs) <laughs> with this, Maybe. our form melting, know. I don't even know with that exchange terrible rates exchange rate now. We just do
0: both, do parallel, do official.
1: Me three. So that's 19,800 naira at 350 naira a to month, y'all. $57 a month. <laughs> I want <Yay>. to die. <laughs> oh my goodness, $57 a month. Like, Is that parallel exchange rate? this is yeah this is black market 350 so okay, okay let me Bank even use rates. the supposed 199 that nobody that, know yeah, that yeah, nobody yeah. exists but okay yeah, 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 yeah. okay that's a hundred dollars a month guys that's what people still are still terrible still terrible and people rely on this salary mm-hmm. like that's all they get in a month because either their actual jobs are not Supplementing the salary, since their estates are not supplementing the salary, and this is what they rely on for a month, a whole month. Mm-hmm. And with increasing prices, the point is that everything is increasing in price. Like everything is increasing. Every everything right. is becoming more expensive, but salaries are not going up. Anyways, this is <laughs> another topic before we get there because i would get very frustrated <laughs> we just have no like our systems suck <laughs> it's so sad okay okay but yeah we've said really terrible things about NYSC. so i was just thinking mm-hmm. okay, um what are the good things about the program right <laughs> there are some there though. Are that many, but let me <laughs> let me just try to be optimistic <laughs> Yeah, there are some, there are some. So, like if I said, at the beginning of the program, um, each corpa is meant to go through a two- to three-week um, orientation camp, which is kind of like a boot camp, right? That's the closest thing I can compare it to. Um, so it includes, like, early morning parades and marching at, like, 5 a.m., um, different obstacle courses, um, hotels, uh, you can get involved in different sports, or you can join the volleyball or martial arts or football um, groups and play for your. And each um, each person belongs to a platoon, so there are about like on state thirteen, fourteen platoons um, per batch. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if that varies; that probably varies per state. Um, but yeah, I think camp is one of the most enjoyable things. It's one of the most enjoyable things of the whole program. I could be wrong but this is based on my experience because um for me it was i had just moved back to nigeria and i was thrown into this camp like a few weeks into my my return and it was the best the Hmm. best the best slap of reality that i could have asked for um just getting to meet people from (laughs) all over the country like people like I don't know. It it still blows my mind. Like people actually moved um, without having family members in these new places, without having any friends. So I know many people who, like, they they were just lost. They they were posted to states that they had never been to before, and all they they just packed their bags, entered a bus, and found their way. And when camp was over, they had to figure out a way to, you know. Get out of the camp um, site and look for their employer to, like, to hopefully get an acceptance. Okay, let me let me just backtrack. Let me backtrack. So camp, camp three week program, fun because I got to meet many people from different parts of the country with different backgrounds, and you're interacting with these people be- without having any ups, without having any mm-hmm. uh, like there there's no divide because you're all doing the same thing. You're all trying to work together in your know, different platoons to help your platoon win the, um, the camp competitions so it's just like it's so much fun because you're almost removed from society you have these three weeks that you're not worrying about you know, paying any bills, you're not worrying about work you're just immersed in this campsite with the people surrounding you and you have no, you have no choice but to make new friends because most likely you don't have many friends um, in your campsite <laughs> And it's just, you know, fun. Just three weeks to be young again. <laughs> <laughs> to do fun things that like you do in secondary school. Well, to make friends with soldiers. Buy alcohol for them. Uh, sneak out of things. Get out of things early. Try and skip out on certain activities. Living life on the wild side. On the edge. You know, no, it's fun times. I wish I had in queue here to supplement this story. But yeah, I had fun. People have traumatic experiences the living conditions are not that great to be honest but you get over it hopefully um, yeah that that was that was fun for me have you guys heard yeah. like, and one of, of the, the...
0: i've heard i know i think my parents met at nyc oh, oh, camp, oh, maybe
1: so <laughs> i don't
0: know i'm not even sure if that's actually true <laughs> cuz <'Cause> my <laughs> But I just know that I've seen pictures of my mom at camp, and I've seen pictures of my dad at camp, and like they took pictures together. So I don't know if. Anyway, I know that camp is all is a time for finding yeah. B.
2: Amaya, what's up with, mommy market and all that stuff?
0: Amaya, can you confirm I can't, or deny? I can
1: confirm. Oh my goodness, <laughs> mommy market is the best part of camp. I take everything else back. Ami market is like. <laughs> I don't know, it's like, I don't know how to explain it. There's just every single thing you could possibly need is sold at Mommy Market. So, from buckets to pillows to food to dresses for Miss NYSC to everything you could possibly need is sold at Mommy Market. And of course, that's why everybody goes to eat when they reject the food served at the dining hall, which is almost all the time because the food in dining hall is disgusting. And of course, as you're eating, you're socializing, and the more time you spend there, you're meeting new people, and people start walking into Mami Market together, and oh, then you hey start spotting there. couples, and then people start spending <laughs> extra time in Mami Market and doing some extracurricular activities. <laughs> so yeah, it's a fun time to watch and have a, like, there are so many things going on, like just i don't know it's a fun time ty- fun mm. thing to watch honestly as an observer as a professional observer of course because i do not partake in such bay activities but um yeah no, my wife is awesome it's i don't know <laughs> i sound crazy like i'm i'm happy about food and am buying buckets and pillows but it's more than that guys i just wish <laughs> everybody else here had experienced it um, but yeah and i feel like there's this phenomenon like this camp bay phenomenon where like people it's so easy to fall in love in camp not that i did really i did not (laughs) but people do and when you get out of camp you realize that ah this is not sustainable like my eyes were just i don't know i was seeing things back in camp now that i'm i'm woke i'm stepped out of the campsite i don't think we can work so many of these relationships don't last sadly but it's cool it's cool in the moment because you can help each other get through for traumatic experience. But yeah, I think I've spoken too much on this topic. I also feel like I haven't explained much either. So if you have any questions, <laughs> guys, please ask me.
0: That's true. Does uh, Other people, do you have any national mandated service program in your countries? Let us know about them. Are they good? Are they doing what they are supposed mm-hmm. to do what kind of adventures do you have on them let us know tweet us at nyac podcast yeah. we'd love to hear from you
1: i know like ghana has um a similar program but i know it's not mandatory
0: yeah i don't know so <laughs> does anybody do it if it's not mandatory
1: that's a good question <laughs> like why would i, do I suffer too. myself exactly. like, <laughs> i wouldn't go through this process or, like, no, if it wasn't necessary, I
0: wouldn't do it. Mm. Yeah. And can we talk about even, like, so the thing about how you can't work in Nigeria if you don't do NYSC, and how yeah. you can't run for a government yeah, yeah, yeah. position if you don't have a NYSE certificate. Yeah, so so a lot of people who went to college outside the country have to go yeah. back and do NYSE yeah. if they want, if they want to... If they have plans of working in the country, mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it.
1: Yeah, I know there's. Um, people say there's like an age limit that if you're past thirty, you don't have to do it, but that's not true.
0: No, I I think the age limit is if you finished undergrad exactly. After you're 30, you don't have to do exactly. it. But like, if let's say you finished undergrad at like 22, but you waited till th- like you're you waiting, have to do
1: it. <laughs> it's just it's because it's, it's, that's why you find so many. I, I know, like at camp, I saw so many grown people who had, <laughs> like honestly, you find some people uh, who me, gone oh. abroad to do like their undergrad, masters, even PhD, thinking that like, oh, when I'm 30, I don't mm-hmm. have to do NYSC. Lies. You still see them there I'm because it. it's by force. Especially people that want to go into public office, like that one, it's compulsory. Like, you can't even. Hmm. I'm sure people still find their way around it, but you still have to figure out how to get that certificate somehow. But yeah, all in all, I really don't know how I feel about the program just yet because some good things do come out of NYSE still. I, like, I still hear people doing projects to, like, you know, build boreholes and, you know, help with tutoring or um, career mentorship or, like, just... People still do stuff to help their communities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there is... But, like, somewhere. you have to be extra... You have to be extra dedicated, exactly. in, I guess. You so have to be extra- really to do it because... Most likely, your local government will not support you. You have to go out on your own, most likely use your own money out of that 19,800 Naira that you're getting, maybe take out. And yeah, it's so ridiculous because people are really suffering during NYSE. Yeah, people really, really suffer. Like, it, like, it just makes you realize... Especially people who they post to... What?
2: Yeah, honest question though, guys. Um, so I'm just thinking about Nigerian guys that like just always on the prowl for bay like how do you sustain bay on an NYSC budget you know that might make a good ep- like episode guys please let us know tweet at us and let us know how you are able to sustain <laughs> your bay on an NYSC budget
1: it's not possible it's not possible you must be stealing from somewhere there's just no <laughs> My way answer, you
0: must be stealing from somewhere
1: let's be honest now there's just no way, you, or your job pays well or something. There's just no way that you would use, <laughs> unless it's like that true love that you know mm. everything is very simple and you don't have to. Mm-mm. Yeah, especially like not in this Lagos. Definitely not. But yeah, no, seriously. If you're actually doing it, props to you. I respect you a lot and just keep it going. Hopefully, you're saving for your future. That's my main issue. <laughs> oh, gosh. Do, do you guys have anything else to add to the topic? Or should we move on to the, what's next?
2: Um, I mean, to be very honest with you, right? I'm one of those people who... I don't know if it's that I still have rose-colored glasses on. um, But, like, I talk to a lot of people. My brother did NYSC as well. And everyone talks about camp. So, if anything, like, I really want to go to camp. Not because... Like, not because of the amazing living conditions or, you know, waking up at ungodly hours to go and mm-hmm. march. you know, <laughs> but just for that interaction and just meeting different people Um and definitely Mami Market, that's if I'm it to Lagos, which let's also talk about the fact that at some point, there was a time when people who studied abroad could choose um, between Lagos and Abuja or something, <laughs> but I've heard that that has totally changed. And I mean, I think... Well, on this side, you know, I really want to say, ah, please let me choose Lagos or Abuja. But in the end, we're all the same people. And if we're all going to work in the same country, it doesn't matter. Just don't kill me, that's all. But yeah, I am looking forward to camp. So I would be one of those old
0: people, though.
1: (laughs) (coughs) It's okay. There's a place for you too, Unika. Oh, there will be a place for you too. Hmm. How about yeah. you Ife? What are what are your thoughts? Would you do it and when? I would, but I don't know when. Okay. I
0: might do it maybe before cuz I'm thinking of going to business school.
1: Okay.
0: So, I might do it before business school.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we'll see. We'll see. It's a good um, if you get like a good gig as well. It's, like if you're applying to business school, it could be your work experience in developing country. Sorry, that's just, mm. the, that's just the profile <laughs> that I have, put, I have put it in. Because you know. I'm also applying. Are you thinking I'm of also, business school? I'm thinking of business school too at some point. Okay. Have you taken the GMAT? No, I have not. It is my biggest okay. concern at the moment. Because I'm finding a job after NYSC, but. Yeah.
0: Uh, isn't do not they gonna keep you on your current
1: place <laughs> well Yay. on that note <laughs> just in case my boss is listening to this please, if I will discuss this after <laughs> <laughs> let me not open <laughs> oh I can't wait for this
0: after <sighs> my call. Just, a
1: good way to move on to the next topic <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so um so recently the Nigerian government removed the petrol subsidy or reduced I think removed the let's just say remove removed the petrol subsidy in the country. And this has led the price of petrol to go up from eighty six Naira to or eight six fifty to or it has it has been capped at one forty five naira per litre. Which
0: so that means there's still a subsidy actually. Yeah, so there's if exactly. capping so it. there's
1: still some sort of a subsidy, but for the most part it's gone. And it's directly affecting Nigerians, right? The burden has been fully moved to Nigerians. <laughs> so it's being capped at one forty five doesn't mean that it has to be sold at one forty five, mm-hmm. but obviously because everybody is an opportunist in this country or in this world, that is what all the feeling stations are selling fuel at until you know the powers of supply and demand eventually move it down hopefully if that ever happens so this is just one of the few things um part of the few things new reforms that are going on in the country at the moment so this is like even go on
0: sorry um -hmm. even like before the new reforms Mm -hmm. talking about when Prices, the price of oil mm-hmm. dropped, and yep. Buari refused to deregulate. You know, like, there's just, I don't know much about the. I'm not an economist, mm-hmm. so I don't, I don't know, I don't have the <laughs> details. But Amaya, do you, do you, do you?
1: See, this is why I wanted my friend in Q here because she's the resident of visiting Economist. But yeah, what's the question? Exactly?
0: <laughs> so, um, when oil prices dropped, mm-hmm. And the naira was, you know, when the parallel exchange rates devalued. emerged, what was what was Buhari refusing to do? Like, what I think the IMF wanted the naira to be devalued, de- devalued, yeah, to 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 match up because that's the thing. Like foreign, I think he. You see, I'm, t- I'm talking out of my... I'm basically... Guys, don't... I'm not an economist. <laughs> don't take my word this, for this it. Is
1: very don't come... We are
0: not <laughs> Don't come and snatch... <laughs> don't come and snatch my wig on Twitter. <laughs> but... Well, basically, like, all reserves... Our main... Nigeria's main source of revenue or our main source of foreign exchange is oil. Mm-hmm. And when the price of oil dropped abysmally, we were getting less we were basically getting less bang for our buck, mm-hmm. so there was like a forex, there was a foreign exchange shortage mm-hmm. in the country yes. so a parallel exchange rate market arose mm-hmm. because there, there was more demand for dollar and pound yes. than there was supply <laughs> yes. so, and like change really will would
2: be Mind great again <laughs>
0: Who wants your who debt wants in uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> <Who> <laughs> on? So yeah, so this parallel exchange rates arose, and basically, that's the real exchange rates mm-hmm. because you can't walk into a bank like so to get forex from the CBN, the Central Bank of Nigeria. You have to have like some proof of. There's some long thing mm. involved <laughs> to get money at through the official means and if everybody else is using parallel exchange rates and you know like basically parallel exchange rates is the real exchange rates Mm -hmm. anyway yeah so i think to counter that it, it was supposed to the imf was pressuring buhari our our president to devalue the naira to be you know to be at the parallel exchange yeah. rate or like a middle ground anyway basically so he refused to do that and the parallel exchange rates like a market just kept going mm-hmm. up like mm-hmm. you know the, the the price of dollar to naira just kept increasing I think now it's at one, thir- one, one sorry I
2: was like, Wait, so $1 banks,
0: to let me change now <laughs> you were what?
2: no when you said one something I was like which bank it's time for me to change
1: <laughs> 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 no 350 naira to one yeah and i
0: think and and i think um one pound is like 475 oh, or something ridic- ridiculous so and guys I, I if you have a backra- background
1: um, before it was one dollar to one ninety-nine, give or take if you kobo, and it was one pound to 250
0: Mm-hmm. yeah and that was
1: like as of
0: October last year yeah. or something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and in my, and basically Nigeria is in the middle of a recession it's,
1: mm-hmm. it's really bad because I remember like when so at first they were like okay fine if you have I don't know if this affected you guys in any way but while we were still in school they were like okay fine if you have kids who are going to school abroad you have to go through your mm. bank to pay school fees, blah, blah, blah. And then at a point, like recent, I think it was even this year, they just said, you know what, you're on your own. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, basically.
0: Buhari like, said it on, on yeah. an interview to Christine Amanpoy, it was yes. like, oh. Like, you know, why are your children not in Nigerian university? You know why yeah. our children yeah. are not
1: if in we had <laughs> proper, like, question. If we had enough good universities in Nigeria, why would people be slaving in this country to, you know, w- working so hard to send their kids to proper schools abroad? Yeah, because...
2: Like, who would want to do that? It's almost like people assume, and, and I'm not speaking for everybody, I'm going to speak for myself, but I feel like it's almost like people assume that going to, the choosing to go to school abroad is like a luxury and it's like wait it's it's really it's... not like half of the time it's necessity what? right so exactly. in my yeah, field am i going well, to be the most it's... useful i can be to give back to this community that everybody's clamoring about if i went to a nigerian university absolutely not like i probably would be working in a bank right now let's be honest half of my friends because i mm-hmm. went to unilag as well and half of my friends um, in the program, are working in banks. Like they did not go to school to study banking, finance, accounting, or anything like that. They're in med school, doing whether it's physiology or physiotherapy. But half of these people are in banks right now. So, it guys, it's not a luxury. Let's be fair, honest.
0: Well, like low key, I, with, the term luxury is it is <laughs> the fact that your family, like, okay, I think. For first things, not everybody who studies abroad is paying the yes. full That's price not. to study abroad. Don't. <laughs> don't not. dull yourself. Everybody, like, a lot of people are on yeah. scholarships. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know of any, I don't know any of my friends who are paying, like, the full, mm-hmm. I don't know, 57 or however, how much it costs to, to study abroad in the States anyway. Mm-hmm. Nobody I know is paying the full thing. So, like, it is. You don't necessarily have to be rich to study abroad, but you do have to have some level of privilege mm-hmm. to know how to find those scholarships, to mm-hmm. know what kind of schools to apply to, to know the schools that give international students mm-hmm. aid. So, like when you say luxury, I feel like that is a that might not be the right qualifying word for that. I feel like privilege might be a better one okay. because even though you're not necessarily monetarily rich you are rich in the resources that you use to find those opportunities because not everybody has access to EAC Yeah more. so that
2: like that I is know. a privilege but what I'm saying like it's not people like people think of it like some people I know I've talked to think that you because you can afford it, like you, you can afford the luxury of going abroad to study. But no, mm-hmm. not everybody can afford the luxury of going. They might, however, have the privilege to know someone who is like, ah, there's EAC, um, which is Education USA in Lagos. Um, there's EAC and, you know, these people can help you out with understanding um, the American educational system or here are the scholarships that could be available to you. So there is that kind of privilege yes but does not necessarily mean Mm -hmm. that there's the luxury to go because i mean there are times when tuition time comes and your conversation with your dad is different at least for mine like you just Mm -hmm. know that time has come (laughs) yes sir sorry
0: sir. no Mm -hmm. vex okay Mm -hmm. thanks god bless you you
2: (laughs) so you don't have that and people are
0: on like payment plans and like you know they pay your tuition and they can't pay for anything also you Mm -hmm. you work on campus you you know when your friends are going to the boy, you're <laughs> like, eh, maybe, maybe, because Wait, I have no uh, money, you can't eat I think,
1: to even make your, to make it even worse, there was a point where, okay, banks now said, if you have a Naira debit card or a Naira card, you can't even use your card abroad. Yeah. So, even if you're making, you're making, you're working, obviously, you're making Naira, you can't travel and use your card. So, like, mm-hmm. Everybody has dollar and pound accounts now, Mm -hmm. so people were actually rendered like people were stuck because they couldn't pay for certain Mm -hmm. things. I know many people Mm -hmm. who I know many people who, like for example, their parents they they would have a debit card, a Nigerian debit card, and their parents would give them that card to use while abroad Mm -hmm. Um, instead of Mm -hmm. sending money, sending dollars um, regularly. Just use your Naira card and then pay the, you know, whatever the foreign exchange rate Mm -hmm. is whenever you're withdrawing. Some people, some places have more favorable rates, some some do But I mean like that's how people pay for things in general in, in like wherever they mm-hmm. are. So just imagine your main um debit card not functioning and you don't have any other source of income. Let's say you don't work on campus. Mm-hmm. It was just ridiculous. And I know I even heard stories of some people some parents some pe- some parents even had to bring back their kids from abroad yeah. because I don't know. Yeah, because it got that bad. They couldn't pay school fees, their mm-hmm. kids could not pay for certain expenses while they were there. Mm-hmm. And there are a few people that had to come back.
0: Like So they're back now, what are they do do they like? Def- well they
1: had to go to like the private universities here. Really? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: got, it's it's really bad. Like when like when you like when I hear these stories it's like But even the private universities here are not cheap. They're not mm-hmm. cheap but they are significantly cheaper than America. <laughs> I give like they are paying yeah. even half of tuition in America is a lot more mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. full tuition here. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. if you have like multiple kids,
2: yeah. you know, who are
1: exactly going to like imagine paying four. So <laughs> ah. oh. I see having kids is not mm. <laughs> let me shut up. <laughs> Hmm. Let me not go there. But yeah, no, like, things are really, really tough. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's affecting people in different ways. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have any stories or if you... Um, like, how... Like, I know how for an investment. You in like, being abroad and your parents and family being here.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, um, absolutely. Um, Yeka, oh, over here. I I personally, you know, got given the greatest love of my life at the ATM last December. Like... <laughs> So this, <laughs> listen, guys. I'm not laughing at you. Like, it's just... I, I, like I I don't even know. So I went to the ATM. Like I, I had some money in my, I had a Naira debit card. So I had some money and I was going to get out of the ATM, right? And my mom had given me like a heads up, like, hey, you should probably go get this money out between now and, you know, the end of the week. Because it seems like the... Um, Exchange rate is acting a little crazy. So I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to ATL. So when I get to ATL, I'll just do it over there. Hmm, sugar, honey, iced tea. Y'all, I put my thing in the ATM and it was like, sorry, your transaction cannot be carried out. I say, God, into your House, I'm this Christmas because like what exactly is going on? So I was like, okay, maybe I'll try again tomorrow. Better luck next time. We go to the ATM. Sorry, your transaction can't be... I said, God, this is it. Like, this is just the end. So if I was, like, maybe owing someone money, and I was like, ah, no, I have this money that I'm going to go and withdraw now, that is how they would have just, like, done my obituary by now. Like, why? Oh,
1: my gosh.
2: It was the most embarrassing thing. I was just like, I, I can't even... So I called my mom, and I was like, ah, like, please, can you, like, call the bank and ask them what's going on? They said, oh. ow. They just suspended the bank card. I'm like, one an email. Is that too much to ask? But, you know, wow. do you? So, yeah. Why did they suspend no the bank idea. card? Because no idea. they said something about CBN directive, blah 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 blah. I'm like, okay, like email me so I don't go around embarrassing myself holding up the freaking ATM line try multiple times only for them to tell me sorry, your transaction cannot be carried out. It's like, come oh, on.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um Oh, by the way, guys, CBN is the Central oh, Bank of yeah. Nigeria. In case I know we've referenced oh, yeah. it a few that's times. that's true. <laughs> but yeah, no That's that's, that's very embarrassing. Mm. Like ah, sorry about that. Well, God we provide. It's okay. things things will get better soon.
2: Yeah, amen. Yeah. I goal mean, goal more than anything, goal. I'm just thankful that like, I, I you know I have my educational goals and it doesn't include my parents having to bring money out of pocket anymore like i'm just financially Mm -hmm. independent now and thanks to the american educational system for helping um (laughs) so yeah i feel like i feel that kind of pressure but then just knowing that back home you know my mom is spending god knows how many you know naira to buy tomatoes like that i just let rot in my fridge sometimes you know it's just the thought of it is just very scary
1: Wow, the price, the standard of living The cost of living, sorry, in Nigeria Is I don't know
0: Like like, Lagos is one of the most Expensive cities to live in I don't care what anybody tells me Like
1: in the world (laughs)
0: Like real estate is expensive Ah. Rent is expensive And salaries are like not Abysmally low I
1: think salaries have remained the same For the past, what did I read? I think I think I read somewhere like salaries like, in general have stayed the same for the past 10, 20 years.
0: Oh my I, I think it was even longer than
1: that. Like, what? It's so, it's really, really sad because every day the price of something is increasing. If it's not transportation, it's tomatoes. If it's not tomatoes, mm-hmm. it's Gary. If it's not Gary, it's like plantain. Like the other day I went to buy plantains. They said, ah, you don't have plantain in the market, too. And the one that they had, they had increased the price to God knows what. And for me, plantain is big. <laughs> I love planting so much, <laughs> but that day I went home empty-handed because I was not going to pay a premium mm-hmm. on planting. Sorry. That was just not, not <laughs> happening. Just, like, like, things like that. Like, if they increase the price of, or oh, because of this fuel subsi- subsidy, and with the removal of the subsidy now, yeah. the price of oil has gone up from 86 to 145 Instantly, that everything the cost of transportation. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Because, like, like our infrastructure is shit. Fairly we don't have
0: rail trans Like, everything is being transported by trucks that use mm-hmm. diesel and petrol. Mm-hmm. So once those prices go up, mm-hmm. everything, everything goes up.
1: Everything. Like, I started living in a place like Lagos where they bring in pretty much... Because nothing is grown in... Like, we don't really have farms mm-hmm. in Lagos. So they are bringing mm-hmm. in... Um, um, What's call it called? Uh, cultural products from different states, or importing from yeah. different countries. So obviously, you have to pay for transportation costs, and obviously, with the increase of fuel now, it's just everything is just extra. Like there's a fee on every single thing, and salaries are not going up. Like there's just going to be a point where, like, what, what do they want people to do? Like it doesn't make any sense. Real estate is going up, prices of. Ugh, it's it's very depressing. It's really depressing. I'm really interested. How yeah. long has NYSC salary been nineteen thousand eight hundred? It's been the same amount for how long yeah. now? I'm really interested though
2: to see. I think it, they said two thousand and eight, seventeen or eighteen is when the Dangote refineries are supposed to start functioning. I have never been able to understand how an oil-producing country still imports oil, and so I'm.
0: Ex- mm-hmm. Extremely Imp- improved, um mm-hmm. finished, refined, yep. oh. refined uh, petroleum products.
1: Well, it's because yeah. of corruption, yeah, okay. lastly, in summary. That is <laughs> the problem.
0: <laughs> the resource curse, as I want, as the English will say, call it.
1: Yeah, because you know we have all this per- like crude oil, but we then have to. Take it out of the country for it to be refined and then import it uh-huh. into in its different forms. It's really sad. Uh-huh. Like the top open country still having fuel right. scarcity. What, like where does that happen? When you think about it, it's just you just can't help but be sad. Like yeah. the state of affairs it's just it's it's sad. It's really sad. Let's skip to this the cocoa article. Do you guys read oh my it? God. No, like they were oh, I didn't. Movies. I knew I was
0: missing one. Oh wait, wait, wait. Is that is that the Superman one? The, the I'm one. sorry, yeah, Captain oh, yeah. America one. Yes, yeah. I read it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that before. Okay, yes, yes, yes. So I just like threw that in there. Hopefully we'll we'll link that in um, at the bottom of this episode. But I was just yeah. I, I I saw it the other day, and I, obviously it's hilarious. Like just talking mm-hmm. about and
0: it. if you talked about it on our last mm-hmm. episode too. she talked yeah,
1: yes. So in at the beginning of civil war, she said, "I haven't watched the movie, but at the beginning, the 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 first scene was shot in Lagos or Lagos, (laughs) as they said. (laughs) Definitely not the same Lagos. So clean and polished, (laughs) clearly not. Um, Yeah, and and um, so yeah. So this particular article just kind of." Juxtaposed the idea of Lagos and the real Lagos, and I was looking at it and it's, it's <laughs> hilarious like I, nobody can read that article so and not laugh like that's just it's just the truth, but I was just thinking like, wow, like these are actual problems though like like one of the things they said was um how there was light electricity in the afternoon in Lagos, like <laughs> in the movie, but in real life best believe that there's probably generator or there's just no light at all because that's also an issue at the moment yeah. our electricity yeah. supply is issue.
0: Ever- yeah. everlasting an issue that's been an issue since thank
1: you so much ife because i just <laughs> i don't understand how we can be in the same spot or even a worse situation with an issue like electricity for how many years now no improvement. Or if mm-hmm. if if there's any improvements, it's very minimal. I don't think I've seen any improvements, but and they promised us heaven and earth though. They promised us oh twenty this Twenty sixteen.
0: Twenty twenty. Should be those twenty this twenty twenty will soon meet us now. Should be it's four years away now.
1: <laughs> hey
2: you guys I have your real life story. <laughs> real life story so apparently like maybe three to four weeks ago the house beside our house um caught fire and you know it's crazy pandemonium they called fire service
0: one and a half hours later
2: <clears throat> they arrived right so after like all of the neighborhood malams have you know gone in with their bucket wow. and they're trying to put out. One the, and like, they have uh... they come in they put out the fire in quotes And then the next day, the house caught on fire again. And it's just like,
0: how do? Uh uh. Uh -uh. I don't know. I don't. Did they put out the fire fire with kerosene? Oh my gosh. How?
2: Like how? Like you need to be thorough when you do your job. Like people could die. It's almost like people don't even. But yeah, so about that fire service thing. One and a half hours later, the next day, the day, wow. the day after that, like they were just calling up every day. Like I don't know, I don't
0: know.
1: oh yeah. Like I said, Nigeria oh, so will be fun. great again. That's crazy. Yeah, and it's funny because so was it last week or two weeks ago? Lagos was featured in there was like a Lagos Snapchat story. Oh. Um, <laughs> I have so many comments. <laughs> <laughs> that jollof fries is the real. That was not jollof It was
0: fries. so anyway. sad. That was a sad <laughs> ass jollof. Uh, that girl fell all of our hands. See, I was so like, How did
1: they even let that one slip through the cracks? Ah,
0: the person anyway, who was curating what's... that story must not have been Nigeria. That's
1: <laughs> that's how you
0: do it. The Snapchat <laughs> people hired some Moebo person to be... Curating Lagos story.
1: But <laughs> well, no, like as much mm-hmm. as we suffer so much in this country, like there's always a reason to complain. There's like one thing about Nigerians is there's mm-hmm. always there's always a way to either laugh mm-hmm. through the pain. Yeah or you know, just manage, turn, so so turn, turn up, turn up, exactly, the pain. turn up through the pain, like, like or just in believe clubs, in God, like don't believe. Friends, like, you know, eh, hey, hey. eh. But <laughs> I, <laughs> there's just always a way to make the situation lighter. We're a very happy country in general, and I think that's something that I do enjoy about this country. Like if you could go through hell, like obviously, like what's going on now. People will always find a way to be grateful, or. Mm-hmm. Just to enjoy what they have, be happy, be optimistic. Even though, yes, we are frustrated. Like we, we need help. We need to help ourselves. We need help. But you know, just gotta love, gotta love Nigerians, man. I think
2: I do have a mandate, Yeka, over here, and <clears throat> my mandate is for like every Nigerian who has ever complained about something, which is everybody. Um, and if you haven't, don't lie God is watching Um, it's just that like, find a problem, find something that really irritates you to no end and try to figure out a way to do something about it like in your own little way it might seem impossible in the midst of corruption and all those crazy things but I just feel like find what you complain about the most and try to figure out a way to do something about it yeah I just dropped the mic
1: Thanks guys, thanks. <laughs> Drop spike. Okay, I guess we'll wrap up with um like what are you guys listening to, reading, anything new? So
2: <laughs> I'm a huge sucker for like Nigerian cinema and just everything, <laughs> whether it's webisodes on YouTube, I just I just love them all. I have a new Yorker subscription, like I'm just about that life. So, um, Season 2 of Skinny Girl in Transit, which is a mm-hmm. YouTube web series that follows the life of um, a plus-size girl who's just trying to get through life and lose weight while she's at it, um, mm. just started back up last Friday. So, I'm really, really excited to see where Season 2 is going. So, yeah, check
1: that out. Oh, thanks for the heads up. I didn't even know. So, and I really like that show, so I'll be, I'll be on that.
0: Nice. If I here, I if here, I'm watching Orphan Black, which is an amazing sci-fi show on BBC America, and it's on Netflix in the UK, and it is so great. So it's basically about clones, about a project that illegally cloned people and how the clones became self-aware and found themselves and there's one actress that plays all the clones and Hmm. I'm telling you that I forget that she's one person playing different people because she plays she's such a great actress. She's Tatiana Malzi is her name, I believe. But she is phenomenal. If you if you're not into sci-fi and you just want to watch amazing acting shops watch orphan black it's really
1: good Ooh, thanks let me see what am i watching i'm not watching any new shows at the moment but i did watch um barbershop 3 the other day was that good yeah it was actually good like surprisingly mm. i don't think i'd watched any of the other ones like one or two but this one was really good like yeah okay it was funny, one was, it was good hilarious. two was eh <laughs> It was, I mean, I, so I don't know what to compare it to, but I, I laughed mm-hmm. so hard and, yeah, and, you know, obviously there was a lesson mm-hmm. in it all at the end of the day. And oh, surprisingly, Nicki Minaj did a really good job. I was very, very That's impressed. Good. I wasn't expecting much, and I didn't even know she had a significant role. I <laughs> thought she was, like, you know, there for five minutes and then she'd be out, <laughs> but she was in the movie all, all through. Her character mm-hmm. is was very questionable definitely not to be trusted but she did a really good job acting so shout out to nikki you my girl Mm -hmm. um but yeah i guess that's that's it thank you guys for listening to another episode of not your african cliche don't forget to subscribe and keep listening to us we have a very no not one we have like of but this train. is our 13th episode we have two more episodes it is. to go in this season and we promise our finale is going to be awesome so keep listening stay tuned and we can't wait to hear back from you guys we love your feedback so email us tweet at us at NYSE podcast um we're on facebook at not your african cliche what else we're on stitcher itunes we are everywhere you want us to be So thank you guys and have a wonderful week Bye